because when Soldier Boy pulled out Crank That and he pulled out the glasses too. We call it the streets, the streets, bro. The streets of Ramad or the street, the street, yeah, bro. I had to, I had to go back to VT, talk to the people, see what they were saying. They haven't that's, watched it yet, but they're gonna watch it in like Sean, a month or that's so. The street, not the streets. The street, or no, 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 no. The, the, that's the, the street road. in Vermont. The cul-de-sac, the bro. The cul-de-sac. <laughs> it's the cul-de-sac. The, the, the farm. Road. The farm. The road. You know. Hello. Good morning. Tell me what the lake read. What is up? We back. We back. We back. We back like we never left. What's going on, man? It's been a while, but we here, yo. What's up, Shiz? Yo, yo, yo. What's good, how, baby? How you doing, man? I seen you was out in the infinity pool, the jacuzzi. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just living life, man. Nothing but positivity over here. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how fast <laughs> that positivity stays. What's up with you, Reed? Oh, what up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. I'm doing quite all right. You know, just doing some self-reflection over the past week. You know, Kareem and I figured out that maybe I have a type in women. Maybe I have a type. Just maybe. Maybe. (laughs) What's up, Mook? How you doing, Mook? Let's go with you. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Any updates on the on the ball team, on the kids? Uh, yeah. So next week we leave for we got Albany next week, and then the week after I'm in Vegas. So season's over. Um, yo, Mook really on the move. Yo, yo Mook is what? always on the move, dog. <laughs> For real. Albany and Vegas? That's dope. That's always dope. at the clear port. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to go off script right now. What's your type, D? Huh? Uh, if you yeah. say, huh, that means you that's, can hear that's, me. That's some, that's some, uh, <laughs> what I like to call, uh, that's Patreon content. That's, that's paid okay. content. Okay, all right, my bad, my gotta bad. Come, Y'all gotta I, pay I for that. It, I can't make the game easy for him, yo. <laughs> yeah, you facts. Okay, stay tuned, stay tuned. I can't, I can't really just reveal the secret sauce. That's insider information. That's insider yo, information, yo. I can't give him a leg up. Shit, insider, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, I thought you would have wanted them to have a leg up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> And that that would be Trevor on the ones and twos, man. What's up, T? Long time no here, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable. I'm about to go off the rip right here. Yes, sir. So what we got today? We're kicking it off with the off the rip topic today, man. So uh there's been some uh this video floating around social media talking about why uh or not why or just the the change in dynamic in how men do not approach women anymore. And uh as four dudes, we're going to broach this topic about women. So bear with us. <laughs> and uh, just to provide a little context, we have the uh, video. So you can hear what she says. We're going to play it for you. Now, and nobody was like trying to get at us. Nobody showed interest, nobody anything. And a guy duetted it or stitched it. And he actually said, well, look what you women have done. Like, this is what you wanted, correct? So I want to piggyback off of that. Ladies, y'all, not all of y'all, but you guys wanted this whole, oh, leave us alone. You guys are perverts. You guys are weirdos. Like, we hate men thing. You guys are on this fucking bandwagon to, like, you hate men. 
what is the fucking goal of this? What is the point of this? Because you know what you guys are doing? You're ruining it for the women who do want to be approached. You're ruining it for the women who are shy and do want that guy to come up to them. Does that make sense? And you're also ruining it for the guys who are great guys, have great intentions. Maybe they're just nervous when they come up to you. So they're shy and like anxious and you take that as them being a pervert or a weirdo. Where does this lead up to? Like, I honestly want to know what the whole point of this is because at this point, it's going to come to a nobody wants to come up to you and she's like, oh my God, nobody's going to talk to you. Nobody's going to try with you and everybody's going to be thinking, damn, he's not interested in me. So ladies, you guys wanted men to back down from it. So are you guys going to step up to the plate? Are you guys going to start asking guys out? No. Are you guys going to start going up to dudes and saying, hey, you know, let me take you out to dinner. How about you come over to my place at eight o'clock and I'll have dinner made for you. What's your favorite food to eat? I'll make it for you. I highly doubt that's going to happen. But my whole point of this is I'm not understanding the whole I hate men movement, because in the end, what does this do for us? Especially like if you have kids and you have sons, you're teaching your sons to hate men because you hate men. I don't get that. Like, can somebody like explain this to me? Because I really don't get how this is all working out in anybody's favor. Because I feel bad for all the good guys that are out there. And then I feel bad for the women who are very shy and want a guy to approach them. But now there's guys not approaching them because of women who have ruined this whole little thing. And she goes, she goes off for a little bit longer. Uh, do we have the young lady's Instagram handle? Do we have our information? We'll get that. We'll get that. Anyways, uh, react, fellas, react. Yo, shout out to all the good guys out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Still pushing it forward, still doing their thing. Shout out to all the good guys. I just want to acknowledge them first. Reem, you look like you had something to say. Yo, know, yo, you see how this dude just dished it off? You see how he just dished it off, bro? He's nah, like, you know what? All right, to be honest with you, all right. It's the only time uh, I'll ever pass, Kareem. Facts, <laughs> yo! That's, wow, that's yeah. crazy. D, you're speaking crazy. too much truth right now, D. Wow, that's, that's too crazy. much truth. Ben Simmons on this topic. He don't want to talk about it. He's going to dish it off. Hey, yo, Mook, why don't you drive somewhere, first of all? <laughs> you know what? Um... You know, I agree with her up until the point where she started to go um, about, you know, women raising young kings to not like men or something like that or to hate men. Um, it's hard, you know, it, it's hard sometimes. I remember being out on a dating scene and like there's a lot of anxiety going to, to approach a woman and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you always have that that like feeling that oh damn i could get rejected or i can get embarrassed in front of my friends you know what i'm saying so it is weird sometimes i get shut down i don't know i i, I agree with her i think it's funny because like people would always say like yo go talk to her go talk to her the worst thing she can say is no and it's like but that's not the worst thing like she could clown you to your face she could talk yeah. about you behind your bush she could go do this and not to say that all women are malicious like that or want to hurt you but it's like they, there is a lot of anxiety, I think, for guys to go talk to a girl because, you know, culturally, that's societally or societal norm is for the guys to approach. You know, I think that puts a lot of pressure on on guys to feel very confident and feel very comfortable to, to do that. And if people don't have that experience or don't want to do it, then it's like, well, what do those guys do? They got to wait for them to be approached. They got to wait for the, the perfect moment. Mm. Um as it's, men, do you uh, think that's like a respect thing too? Like, wow, I just bagged this chick. Like, versus, well, is that respect or is that validation? Is that like mm. power? Mm. Right. It's I, definitely. I would, yeah. I would say it's respect necessarily. Not I mean like respect. That, well, yeah, valid. I, I use the word. Yeah, the terms differently. Yeah, like a validation amongst your peers that yo, I bagged. Yeah. This chick. Most definitely. Um, I I see this differently, fellas. I actually see this differently. 
Mm. Uh, I when I hear that, there's a couple things to think of. One thing I think of is if I like when people talk about this, when people talk about certain things, I like to insert different group and see if I would feel the same way if they're talking about a different group. So right here, when she's talking about uh, not all men are bad, it makes me insert the police. If we were talking about the cops and we were like, you guys, with all this anti-cop stuff, you're messing it up for the good cops. You're messing it up for the cops who are out here who are actually trying to do a good job. Like there's only a few bad app. There's only a few bad apples in the bunch, right? And so that, and that being said, it's like, well, no, all the cops have to be better because there's been a, a history of cops as a unit doing bad. And so in this case, there's been a history of men treat, mistreating women in, in the history of a sexist society. Mm. Uh, and so in this case, to me, it's like, I, I, I hear what she's saying. I don't want to discount what she's saying about the struggle of um, her, of woman anxiety of women getting approached or women having to approach men. But it, in my head, it's like men have to be better. Um, we just have to be better. And, and it makes me think about, this is the second thing it makes me think about is cancel culture um, and comedians. Cause a lot of comedians have been coming about coming out about cancel culture. And uh, one person I was listening to was Cat Williams. And Cat Williams was saying, if the whole point of being a comedian is to make people laugh, you have to know what makes people laugh. And if people don't want to hear that, if that doesn't make people laugh, then you have to be better as a comedian. And if not, then you're not, you're not funny or you shouldn't be doing it. So in this case, it's like, to me, I was like, the, the whole dating culture needs to get better on both sides. Um, but we're just going to have to go through it to figure out where we, where we get. And, and going through it is going to, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. But I think being uncomfortable is a lot better than the rape culture, the date rape culture that we had before previously. So that's the way I looked at that. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point, D. I think everybody's got to be able to like reflect and just figure out everybody can do a little better. You know, women and men can both do a little better to be, to just kind of help out the dating and just like, not even just dating, but just like socializing when you're out with friends, you know? Like it shouldn't have to be like a, like a high school dance where guys are on this side and girls are on this side. It's like, oh, should I go talk to them? Oh, should I go? like, it shouldn't have to be like that. Like you should just be able to, to casually in an ideal world, you should be able to casually walk up to somebody and have a conversation and they shouldn't have to worry about bad intentions. You shouldn't have to worry about bad intentions. Like it should just be able to freely have that conversation. But because like you said, there's been, you know, so many things that have happened, like women have, you know, there are women that should be afraid of, of men approaching them because there are, are bad men out there that have done horrible things, you know, and like that, you know, that idea shouldn't be lost on anybody, you know, like that's a very real and valid reason to be concerned about a guy approaching you, especially at a bar, especially at a nightclub late at night, you know, but I think you bring up a good point, D. It's just everybody's got to be a little better. Everybody's got to be a little more aware of, of these kind of things. Um, and, and, and again, it's an art form. So if, I don't mean to sound confident, but or, or arrogant is really what the word is. I don't mean to sound arrogant, but like I I know when to go and I know when not to. Mm. And when I go, I'm confident in when I'm going. If that makes sense, it's like if 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 I need to if I'm like yo here's a shorty I'm gonna go talk to her. It's like yo I have the wherewithal to fill out the situation. 
and be like, oh, she's being receptive. She's not being receptive. It's like social cues, nonverbal cues, mm, all that. Yeah. Stuff. Rather than being peer pressured by like take, a friend or something, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's not, it's the way that this young lady was speaking just made it sound so aggressive. And that's what, and that's what kind of set me off, uh, not set me off, but kind of made me feel awkward about it. Mm. Um, because I don't think it, that, I think it's thinking in extremes. It doesn't have to be that extreme. And, and we, we had this conversation too, Kareem, um, over the weekend with, with a friend of ours when they were like, well, what's your goal when talking to the young lady? <laughs> like, is your goal to sleep with Yo. them? It's like, no, that's not my goal. Every right. girl I talk to is not, my goal is not to sleep with them. Mm. But that shows you that there's people who think like that. Mm. You know? So like, just because I don't think that way, just because we don't think that way, again, shows, you know, there's other people who do. So watch out and be wary. Uh, yeah. T, T, you had something to say? Yeah, man. Um, this this reminds me of college and I used to like tell my homies this. Like, it's like, yo, if you're gonna roll with me, you gotta go by this. I'm like, yo, calling girls hoes and all this shit is stupid because realistically, you you fucking it up for for all the other dudes because now they're in a position where they're worried about how they're seen or you know how they're perceived when they're out and like court, get being courted and shit like that. So they might not bust it open for you because we out here calling them hoes. Meanwhile, mm. we trying to have sex with as many women as possible. Well, I'll speak for myself. I'm out here trying to have sex with as many w- women as possible in college. You know, I don't get that misconstrued. <laughs> like, fuck up on the editing this one, or it's over for me. But for real, like, yeah, it just, I think it just comes down to like just the, the overall attitude that you have towards women. And I really agree with what you were saying, D. Yeah. And I think Kareem, like having those conversations as men, we need to have more more conversations like that. Right. where we have those and we can hold each other accountable. We can see, because I think as men, we also move, sometimes we move as a monolith and we think, yo, because we're a man, all men move like this or must mm. move like that. Yeah. And it's like, well, in reality, we all have our very complex individuals and think have been raised with very complex experience that make us who we are. And we all will react to different situations differently. So instead of reacting to how I think you should react, let's talk about, our experiences and figure out and navigate with each other. Like, yo, this is what works. This is what don't work. Or this is how I felt. This is how I, this is um, the impact of it. You know, stuff like that. What was crazy though was, and I know we going back to that weekend though, but like the, just the dialogue that you guys were having. And I think that really just shows like the growth and like the lack of maturity, like where certain people are, you know what I'm saying? Um, In comparison to like what you guys were talking about, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like that was just kind of like a college perception, kind of like the, what Trev was saying, like, yo, we're, you know, we're, we're all going to move this way. But it's just like, yo, like, no, it's not. It's not always about that. Like, we could, we could have a great time without doing X, Y, and Z. Or, yeah, every time I talk yeah. to a young lady doesn't mean I'm trying to get in her pants. Right. You know. Hey, can I ask you a question? Since you said you have, um, you know, like that radar on, you know, in, in a certain situation, you know, just going off of cues, like for some of the listeners out there that maybe listen to us right now, like what are some cues that you look, that you see that, you know, you make an idea like, okay, maybe she's not feeling this. Maybe she is feeling this just to give, just to give people out there, you know, our listeners and stuff like that, just to kind of give them like, you know, maybe they don't pick up on it just as much. Sure. Sure. Um, I mean, for me, eye contact is huge. Like if, if I'm not getting, if I'm not 
uh, getting any eye contact reciprocated to me already lets, lets me know that the person is either not interested or uncomfortable in that situation. Uh, was it physical touch? Um, that's, that's another, not saying that that means that the person wants to be fully engaged, but that just means that the person is interested in the conversation. Um, why are you laughing at me, Rashawn? I'm not laughing at you, bro. Y'all had a this... case study last weekend of what, how I moved. That's why. <laughs> another one. Physical touch. Psych- I was like, I don't know. Another one from a psych point of view too is uh, mirroring. So like, you know, if you're chilling with yeah, this person yeah. and you take a drink and they're taking a drink, or like you touch your head or face and they do the same thing, then like, you know, they're they're on that same vibe. They want to be like doing the same thing that you want to. Not necessarily well, that- want to go all the way, but like. But that can also be an anxiety thing. That can be their way of, of coping and, and dealing with their own anxiousness and just trying to mm-hmm. mirror what you're doing. So it can be a positive, like, oh, I'm feeling you, I'm vibing with you, but it can also be, I'm a and little negative. uncomfortable, so I'm just trying to fit in and do what you're doing. You and know? Outwardly, I, outwardly, I outwardly over-communicate and constantly ask questions to make mm-hmm. sure, to, to reaffirm, like, yo, are you good? Is this situation okay? Like, mm-hmm. okay. how are you feeling? You good? Are we vibing? Are we on the same page? We on the same page word, like constantly just to make sure. And again, like, I think I can see how some people might find that annoying, but to me, I rather have that security. It's, it's safe of mind uh, over not knowing and then something being misconstrued later on. So I say over communicate early and often. You know? This might sound like a stupid question, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Does your radar go off more when you're talking to a white woman? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think it's because maybe it's because maybe the amount of women who I'm around mm. maybe are of the Caucasian of the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> so maybe that's why it just happens to be I'm a product of my environment. And that's why I'm around mm. out here in the city of Boston. Do you, you put know. yourself in that environment more often without maybe not necessarily considering? Yes, it? I can say I, I've, I, I definitely am more comfortable moving around in that environment. Mm. Uh, but like, I'm sure you had conversations with like either your dad and your mom, just saying like, "Yo, be careful." Oh, of course. You know, of course. Like as men, like men of color. So that's a different radar, though. That's a different that, that, radar. That's that's why I was asking that question because yeah. I wanted to get your your take on that. That's 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 just yeah. So we, that's we've the heard that's the stories. That's the same we... radar of that's the same radar of like you know don't run too fast, don't walk too slow, mm. you know don't put your hands on the stairs, don't have your hands hidden yeah. when the cops come up to you, or, or don't put them on the stairs. Well, you know, I put that all on on that side more so than like the dating radar, you know. Yeah, I mean um, there's similarities, but there's differences too. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. So, so just to wrap that up, you know, um, I hear that young lady, um, and I just plead that men don't hear that and think, all right, it's time to go back to slapping asses and grabbing titties. I hope men hear that and think, all right, we need to be better and we need to figure out how to make our game better and have more nuance to our game. Just means you got to be a better pick. I don't want to use the word, but I was going to say pickup artist. It means you just got to be better at it. You got to like reflect. You got to know you. You got to know yeah. what works for you. You can't see some dude, you know, talk to a girl on, on YouTube and be like, oh, I'm going to try that. Like, you got to be authentic. Yo, do what you do, man. You <laughs> yeah. are great. Whoever's listening to this, you're great. Just just do you, bro. 
Yeah, social media again messing things up for people. Yeah, man. Just be comfortable. Just you know. Shout out to all the authentic men. I said good men initially, but shout out to the ones who are really authentic in tune with themselves. Be you. The yeah. honorable man, the emotional man. Do that work. Do it. That can Alright, so we had a big versus what do we call them? Matches, events, Elves. battles. Yeah. Yeah, we had one of those. Just a between, versus, period. Just just a versus. Thank you. Thank you. Just a versus between <laughs> ooh. We had Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Two I mean, I won't say goats. Soldier Boy is Soldier Boy. We all know. Bow Wow. So I was interested. Let me just all right, so let me just start off by saying my take then and I'll let you guys jump in. So my thing with this versus between Soldier Boy and Bow Wow was that I think as always as entertainers they hyped it up, talked way too much shit, talked way too much trash to each other to then just be boys dapping it up and all cool on stage. And I get that that's kind of how maybe it is. Maybe, you know, you want to get views. You want to create excitement. You want people to be like, oh, Soldier really doesn't fuck with this dude. Oh, Bow Wow's upset. Bow Wow's like, but in my eyes, like that, to, to talk about what D talks about authenticity, you know, like I didn't like that because it, it's just, you see one thing and then as soon as you get to the event, as soon as you get to the verses, it's completely different, you know? And I just feel like, again, that's how they make money. So I, I'm not really going to knock it, but it's just something I noticed. And I was just like, eh, it, it didn't really do it for me. Yeah. The thing that I never really believed the Soldier Boy Bow Wow beef, one, because they had a song that like was together a few years ago. It wasn't like, it wasn't the same hype I had for like when Jeezy and Gucci had their mm. verses because like that was like real life murder drama that seemed like, different right like yeah that was like that's why everybody watched that verse like personally to me like i didn't watch all the verses but i would say like for the verses i did watch that was probably my favorite one just because like they had a lot of songs that were like about each other like it was like it was actual real drama so like the bow wow soldier boy thing like they both are smart enough to know like they they did that for for publicity for each other so um but i thought it was a really good versus um made me bring out my 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 sidekick um <laughs> log back onto my myspace readjust my top friends you know put my aims uh um, away Ooh, message aim out <laughs> have my aim like b brb uh watching the verses leave some for later like all that kind of stuff so <laughs> last from the past yo <laughs> so it was it was it was a very good versus it was definitely entertaining um at first, I thought Soldier Boy's winning, and then he did playing his song three times during the verses, which I mean, I get it. He's trying to like promote this song, so he's trying to get as many people to go, you know, stream his song as possible. So I guess that's what he's doing. But I mean, I'm a little biased just because I was a huge Soldier fan in in you know 2008 to like you know the 2006 period or whatever. So. But I thought all in all, it was a very good battle. Um, both had some some bangers. Both had, I mean, it was nothing that, like, they didn't pull out anything I wasn't expecting, so it was good. Yeah, no, I thought it was straight. It was all right, man. I realized my fiance was a huge Bow Wow fan. She was out here fangirling. I'm like, all right, sit your ass down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But nah, Soldier Boy definitely held it down, man. I felt like I was back in the eighth grade, bro, like, about to get up and start dancing but yeah, yeah it was cool. 
as to I'm your, looking to, your, these to, track your, to your point though, like the lead up Kareem, I feel like they're both extra. So mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't really a surprise for me no. that they were acting the way they were. But you you right. Like I, I shouldn't be surprised, but like I, I get Soulja Boy just takes everything to like to like the next next level. Whatever the next level is, he just jumps that, you know. So like the way he was talking, like he's really trying to just go crazy. You're really trying to fight this dude, he's really trying to say this or that. And it's just like I don't know. We all know Soldier's the first to do everything. What, what was it that you said, Trev? <laughs> the first nigga to scratch his arm while selling a bottle of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like he he just be clowning. But like we were talking about, like he you bring up a good point. Like he he understands how social media works and he takes advantage of it. You know, saying reckless things like that gets him, you know, uh, attention. And maybe later he gets fact checked and it's wrong, but like he still got the views at that time, you know. Mm. Some Trump tactics, for real, bro. It's yeah, like, it's true. I was gonna say right, it's, it's, it's the age. It's the age of trolls. It's the Takashi. Yeah, I can't. That's what. It, that's trolls. the. That's where. It, that's the flip side of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and where's Takashi at now? I feel like we haven't heard shit from him. He still, still thinks living. he's number one. <laughs> he's still living. I'll give him that. I thought at this point he'd be gone. So that's true. That's very true. Protective services is real, Mook. They do their job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, that's what happens when you're a cop. You get protected by other cops. <laughs> <laughs> He's in New Mexico somewhere. I thought it was solid. I mean, Bow Wow played a song, though. Um, it was like an old Snoop Dogg song. I never heard that joint before. But he was pumping it up like he was finna like go off. And I was like, I never heard this song before. <laughs> the, the I think it was like the second or third song he played. I think it was like a ver uh, a Destiny's Child song that like he had a verse on, and then like Yachty was on lives like yo dead ass like I've never heard this in my life. <laughs> he definitely wasn't on this song. <laughs> yo, can y'all walk me through the requirements? Like, okay, so you either had to like produce it or had a verse or like some sort of writing credentials. Is that how yeah. that works? Yep. Pretty much, if you have a piece of the song, you you're allowed to, yeah, to allowed to use it. Mm. Like I told you, I have a bias, so if I had to pick somebody who won, I'm going with Soldier. No, but I have a bias. The streets That's are saying Bow Bow won. Because when Soldier Boy pulled out Crank That and he pulled out the glasses too. We call it the streets, the streets, the streets of Vermont, or the street, the street yeah, bro. I had to, I had to go back to VT, talk to the people, see what they were saying. They haven't that's, watched it yet, but they're gonna watch it in like Sean, a month or that's so. The street, not the streets. The street, or no, 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 no. That, the, that's the, the street road. in Vermont. The cul-de-sac, the road, bro. The cul-de-sac. It's <laughs> the cul-de-sac. The farm. The farm. You know, <laughs> the open fields. They were talking, yo. They were talking. Nah, I think yeah, I'm, I'm with Mook. I think Soldier might have took that based off of. My own bias too. Cause he had because put it like this, like Soulja Boy has all the songs that you could dance to. Like at the end of the day, like bro, he had like gangsters in the club, like doing crank that and 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 bird walk and stuff like that. So my thing is, how many of Bow Wow songs were his songs versus just being verses or just being mm. yeah, just being like verses that he had on a song? Soulja Boy was playing Itty Bitty Piggy and Drake. <laughs> Cause that's his beat though. So well, we made it was we made it was originally Soldier Boy's song that Drake put yeah, a verse. Oh, and nobody yeah. knows it yep. for Soldier Boy's song, so that's not lit. He's singing on the hook, yeah, but it's still yeah. 
he everybody knows it was the Soldier Boy song, and then Drake put his verse on. It's like like um Versace, okay, so like everybody knows this legal song that Drake put it. But no, he did play Migo his verse on it. Migo slid on it. He put we played the entire song. <laughs> Who cares? It was lit. <laughs> I don't know. For my bias, it definitely like I just noticed. I feel like Bawa had more verses as opposed to like yeah. his whole songs, and that's just my bias. It's just kind of like I don't know if you so can put what? out twenty so songs. Nappy, your music. But I'm happy, pocket full of dough. That's all you need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm gonna say soldier. Oh, okay. All right. So you're not going with the road, huh? Nah, bro. All right. The road is the road is wrong. Hey, Draco. <laughs> Who you got, TP? Who won it? Bow, bow to the wow. Come okay. on, man. TP. I could be you just with y'all. I did not give a fuck about this since <laughs> I was out and about. I was outside. Oh, using the streets. Oh, streets weren't talking about it. Uh, certainly nah, not. Nah, oh. I seen where D was oh, at. Specific, yeah, I seen, I a specific seen crowd, yeah. Chug their drinks. Huh? Whoa. Huh? 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 Said huh? warrior, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax Mook, over chill there. Chill out, Mook. Sean is down Mook, bad over out. there, yo. Relax. <laughs> He's down 20 right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh man. So, let me ask. So, Darius, you'll be the tiebreaker then. Whose music are you taking? Soldier Boys or Bow Wow's? Uh, shit. To turn up to, I'm taking Soldier. Uh, is that really a question? Yeah. Whose music are you taking? To turn up to, I'm taking Soldier. When when would you take Bow Wow's music? <laughs> if I'm going through a breakup? Oh, man. Yeah, this song with Sierra. Kiss me through the phone. That's all you need, bro. That's kind of a breakup music. It can be used yeah. for breakup music. Nah, I ain't never nah, had nobody nah. show me all the Kiss me through the phone. I see you later on. I feel when you're he can't even perform that because Sierra won't let him. <laughs> he didn't perform that last night? He didn't perform it, though. But oh, he had okay. the crowd perform it because Sierra would have cut that shit off. Like, nah. That's Annabelle funny. was like, he's bringing out Sierra. I was like, there's no way in hell she's coming Sierra's out. Sierra's not walking to his... <laughs> this dingy ass Florida club. I was like, there's no way. Yeah, much, she's yeah out. Sierra leveled up. She's she's in a different tax bracket. Yeah, she, you know? for real. Um, speaking <laughs> of bringing people out though, in Legends, they brought out Romeo. I did see that. That's the you one. You said a legend. That's the one part I did see. I don't know if he's legend. And then immediately turned it off and said, "Yeah, I want that five minutes of my life back." Holla, very good. <laughs> I thought he performed um his theme song. Uh, you know, I'm so ICDC. College. Yeah, no bullshit. No bullshit. Because I remember originally it was supposed to be Bow Wow versus Romeo. And I was like, does Romeo have 10 songs? (laughs) Yeah, that would have been. He'd have to bring out Masterpiece Catalog, and even then it wouldn't be enough. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm. Yeah, Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. What's the next verses? Do we know yet? No. They've announced it yet? I, I honestly don't care about these anymore. No, like they need said, to get Kareem, some more. Kareem is is it, it went corporate for me, man. It went Uh-oh. corporate. <laughs> it's not real enough for you. It's, it's not, not real authentic. enough for me anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. dog. It's damn. It's just a concert. I mean, damn. let me ask you a question though about the verses though. So the other day I was having an argument with my brother because he was trying to tell me that Chris Brown is the only person that can compete with Drake in a versus battle. Kanye West. I was like, well, I said Kanye West. I was like, you, I was like, you have to take everybody's catalog. I was like, Kanye West. I was like, fifty. Yeah, there's cent. a couple. 
Fifty yeah. Cent could go with Drake on in a versus battle. Mm-hmm. I may be biased, but I was like, bro, like they have both a generally around the same style of of music because they still do kind of. I mean, outside of you know Drake doing more R and B and pop type shit, but like they still have like the songs for the ladies. They still have when they're actually rapping on the track and stuff. I think it'd be a good versus. Yeah, Drake for, I mean, Drake's not like. When it comes to catalog of music, it's not like you can't touch Drake just because of how successful he is. There's plenty Thank of artists you. that could that could stack you. up to him. Thank you. And that's I'm a I'm a huge Drake fan, like y'all know, but like that that's just kind of crazy to say that there's nobody. Kanye is getting Drake yeah, out of Kanye, fifty him out of Jay, him. even Jay would be like Jay is kind of like you have to appreciate some of like the music a little bit more, Jay's rap more, but like but Jay's still yeah he's going crazy <laughs> like because you got to think about it in a versus setting like. Are you gonna to want to hear about Marvin's room, or are you going to hear about right. H to the O V? Right, right. Snowflakes by the O Z. Yeah, I I don't know. Is there any rapper or artist that can that can go on verses and just without any concern win, like just handily win? Besides Drake. Well, I don't think Drake would handily win though. I think there's plenty oh, of artists. Think- like there's nobody you can put on a versus that says it's over. I think, like, Kanye, no, I think Kanye is over with Kanye. So if you put Kanye over. on a versus, nobody can go up against him. I think so. You can't tell me Jay Z can't go at him on a versus. I don't know. I think Kanye gets. I, again, I think I think Drake. I think Drake could go against Kanye and make it. You know, a uh, competition. I think Jay could go against Kanye and, and make goes, it a competition. Who goes against both of those? A doctor. If Doctor Dre steps foot in a versus, if Drake, it's a we also have to. We also have to take into account it's only twenty songs though. That's so it's what not I'm like saying. Whole Kanye's, Kanye has a strong 20. Yeah. But so you can take Jay and 50. Has like, a strong Even Lil Wayne probably has a strong 20. Yeah, yeah, definitely Wayne. Wayne and Drake could go against each other. That'd be that'd be, that'd be, I, I, that'd be, that'd be dope. dope. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Don't be saying even Lil Wayne. Like, Lil Wayne. Ain't Who no said question. that? Yeah, no, that was kind of disrespectful, actually. You said even. I know Wayne's that? down right now, but <laughs> like. If you listening, no disrespect, dog. Well, that's the thing too. They can, they can play. Can they play mixtapes? If they play mixtapes, Lil Wayne might. Lil Wayne's smoking everybody if they and play mixtapes. Yeah. Hmm. I still maintain Kanye West is the juggernaut. He's, imagine, he's... imagine if if. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Now I was gonna say, imagine like in a versus battle when like Fifty Cent like goes against anybody and pulls out Mini Man. Like, what do you play after that? Pop Smoke ruined that. <laughs> R.I.P. Pop, but Pop ruined it. You nah, said it, it, it's it's still, it now? still hits differently. <laughs> it yes. still hits very differently. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, quick with the camera over there. <laughs> I pip. <I'm... laughs> <laughs> with the swiftness, yo. <laughs> yo, that's oh, funny. Nah, I would. I would say your camera on. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I would say there's probably like two to three juggernauts that would probably be like Kanye and Drake and... Kanye could play one album and, and go <laughs> ham on somebody. Like, you could pick out of his catalog. You could just play straight graduation and that would beat somebody. You don't think Drake could play one album and, no. and beat somebody? No. Drake can't play one album and beat nobody. No. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Kanye play My Beautiful Dark Nothing was the same. His, his best album, his best album couldn't go one-on-one with somebody. No. What if he plays, um... No, no, um, no. 
What a time to be alive. No. No. <laughs> no. Nah, like, what? It's like Ken Jones. Bro, but no. that shit was hype, bro. He said no. <laughs> nah, brother. <laughs> At Yo, least the competition. Even even my life of Pablo will get that out of here. I know, but also Kanye is yes, Kanye is like platinum. So you just tier, proved this point, bro. Reed. But I'm saying, but this, but <laughs> you just this, proved this point, bro. But you, there's still a competition. I'm saying like people are acting like, oh, it's no question, like that. Nah, it's what not a, no question. Nah, what about like, the blueprint? It, like we, we had this conversation when we first started talking about the verses. Kanye produced like, the blueprint. That is true, but I'm That's just what saying. I'm saying Kanye's bag is crazy because he can go to the songs that he produced. Mm. Right, but I you also got to think what about Dre if he walks out there with Kanye. What'd you say? What if Dre walks out there oh, with Dre's Kanye? Dre's washing Kanye. We already oh, established yeah, that. Dre's washing Kanye. <laughs> Dre's washing Kanye. What, what one album would you say Dre would just wash Kanye with? He could, he could play the Chronic. He could play Chronic 2001. He could play Doggy Style. He could play um, oh, shit, anything off of Death Row. We're not even getting to, I'm not even going to get to the disrespect that y'all have for my man from Detroit, Eminem. Y'all got crazy with me the other week. Yo, bro. nobody got crazy with you, bro. What's nah, up? Nah, yo, y'all had D upset. We were, yo, we had just finished dinner, yo. You had D upset, yo. D was on. Nah, D, y'all two were talking crazy. I understand you don't want to listen to Yo, D acted like he got his back up against the wall. Like, he's just throwing hay making. Detroit versus everybody, yo. What's up? Yeah, but you don't have that same kind of fight for Big Sean. Why's that? Detroit versus Ooh, everybody, right? Get a book. Well, Dave's Detroit versus everybody. Danny Brown, Detroit versus everybody. Dave's Love, everybody. Dave's love has Sean, a lot of sons walking around now. Yo, here. stop sons it. Stop it. Right, we, yo, we got to end this love segment love right now. the style. That's, that's hot And right that now. concludes this I'm segment. y'all know that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to end it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got you. Um, so in recent sports news, as we kind of jump into our, our sports topic, um, there's actually a lot going on these past couple of weeks, fellas. Um, one thing that caught caught my eye was Shikari, right? Did I say that right, Trev? Shikari, 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 Shikari. Damn, thank you, Shikari. Um, Shikari, uh, Olympic track sprinter, um, ran her 100 meter uh, dash. Now, two weeks ago, was it? A week ago, two weeks ago. Uh, and just absolutely, like, just crushed it, killed it. If you watch the video, she's at least, like, five meters, maybe more ahead of every other every other woman that's there. It, it's, like, it, it's impressive. If you, if, if anybody that's done track before can see that, you just realize how much she's just dominating right now. Um, and a, a lot that came with that was just, like, her, her appearance and – not that we need to get into her appearance or how she looks because she's just dominating her sport right now. And that's all that really matters. But I think it can be a positive that she's being, you know, who she is and that she's embracing, you know, her look and just saying like, I am that chick. I'm here. Um, I don't know if anybody got to see it or saw any of your comments, but what did you guys think about this for, for the sport of, of, of track for the Olympics, but just in general. I think it's, I think it's very dope. And, and just, talking about that uh, confidence, you know, it makes me think of like the Cam Newtons, the Russell Westbrooks, the, the Odell Beckhams of the world, you know, where, the, you know, you're just so good. It's like, I can stand out and still be good, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So, so I, I, I totally rock with it, especially in the sport. I totally rock with disrupting the norm. Um, 
I think it's great. It's, it, it reminds me of Usain Bolt, how he used to smile and laugh at his competition. And you see the pictures that he's looking back and smiling and laughing. So I think she's she's doing some similar stuff. And I think that's awesome to see this young queen uh, take charge and, and, and be unapologetic about it. It'll be unapologetic about herself and her, and her appearance. I think that's very dope. Um, and mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people who can uh, look up, to, will look up to that. And I think it's great for the sport and for the culture. Mm -hmm. yeah. I first got a shout out because she's a, a alum of my favorite college, uh, LSU. So mm. first I got a Yo, shout out. Got LSU is he Kentucky? I don't know. He be switching up. Which one is it, is it dog? We've always had this conversation. LSU and football. Kentucky we never had this conversation before, for the record. Absolutely. Absolutely, we did. Shut up. Anyway, and she also lived there, so. You know, I got some And also, she is an alumni of um, the famous Dallas Carter High School. I believe it's called David Carter High School. But if anybody's ever seen the 30 for 30 about, they call it the greatest high school football team of all time. The team that was featured in the movie um, Friday Night Lights. Um, she is an alumni of that high school, too, as well. So shout out to Shit. them. So That's dope. She's um, did my little, little digging on uh, on her, you know. But, I mean, it's, it's dope to see. She's to for a race of that, um, you know, distance. I mean, of that, you know, a, such a short distance to see somebody, you know, get that much separation in, mm -hmm. in a straightaway like that is is amazing. It was like kind of like when, you know, the first time you saw Usain Bolt it was like 2008 Olympics when he was just blowing by people and, you know, putting his hands up while he was running by people. Right. And like, and it's such a short distance, not like something that you like, you don't have like a whole track to get around. It's literally a straightaway. And nah, to get that much distance on people is is amazing. Yo, no cap, he made that shit cool. Cause when we were running suicides, <laughs> I would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> In practice, um, yeah, Yo, for real. A, from a track point of view, too, I used to be pretty pretty competitive to state level of track, you know. But um, like the the crazy thing about her is so like when you first start, you come up the blocks. That's called the drive phase. That's where yeah. like all the power and strength. That's when you're like basically getting your like to your top speed then after that i forgot what the actual technical name is but like it's like after that you're just maintaining your speed and that's mm. why she fucks all those women up is because like a lot of those women their top speed and their acceleration is very strong but she can maintain that for a long time and that's mm. also why she's a really really good 200 runner because just, yeah for the two yeah. for the 200 you need to um, start out at about 70% and, and what your 70% is, is like everything because at the end, then you got your, um, your, like your last, your last phase where you're basically just trying your kick. So that's like the last 50 meters or so. Like you, when you like, all right, now I'm going to sprint. Like that's the crazy mm -hmm. part about the 200. It's a sprint, but like the first, like two thirds of it is like, you just like keeping a medium pace so that you can go very fast. Like it's very technical when you decide to like hit your kick and like how fast you come out the blocks. Yeah. Which one, Trev, which, which race do you like better the 100 or the 200? Cause both uh, kind of, they I, show a different side of, of the sprinters. I personally like a 200 cause I was better at it. Cause I'm a long sprinter because mm -hmm. like that goes to that, like being, how long can you maintain your speed and like mm -hmm. and being a long strider? Like that's, a, that's a good race for me and people who are nice at that. That's why you saying was actually very nasty at the 200, which was crazy because yeah. he was good at the one. 
Right. Like, and you see, and, and that's where he can really take advantage of his long, like, because when Usain does the 100, he's not even reaching like top speed. Cause by the time he hits 100, the race is done and yeah, he's still gaining. He's still running yeah. around. So like the 200 is more ideal for him because he can still build up much longer, but that's why it's so crazy again, that she was just that far ahead of everybody. And she like, and she's also extremely, you know, competitive in the 200. She runs all those races, but like she's short too, right? Yeah. She's only five one. Yeah, that's that's the amazing yeah, part. That's about the it. crazy she part. She got it too. Yeah, stride with that. Yeah, yeah. She, she's yeah. built for the one, but she's still really good at the two. Yeah, she she's just a freak, yo. She's just blessed. She's talented. She's god gifted, you know. Like so, she she needs her flowers, yo. But it, it's dope to see. And look what this does for the culture now. Look at I'm gonna tune in now. Like mad black people just about to tune in and watch right. this shit. That's yeah, it's a, yeah also, it's a big deal. You know? Also, you got to give we got to give our flowers to Simone Biles. She may go down mm. as one of the best Olympians of all time. Mm. Like decorated. up there, like Oof. decorate, like, and she's unapologetic about it too. Mm-hmm. She lets you know she's nice and she lets you know about it too. She yeah. got like the goat slippers, the goat emblem on on <laughs> on her things. Like she's she's tough. So yeah. nah, she's definitely real for sure. Yeah. And with the Olympics, I know uh, there's also uh, Naomi Osaka, the, the tennis player that we've had some conversations about and just what, what she's doing in terms of more of her her conversations and battles with, with mental health. And I think, you know, she needs some praise and just being able to recognize her being able to take time away from a sport, a sport that she is dominating in, by the way, you know, and deciding I need to take time for myself. So I'm going to step away from this um, to, to care for myself. And so she recently announced she she won't be attending, I think, Wimbledon. It is, um, you know, to take care of herself, spend time with fam- family and friends. Um, and just to see that, like, from from somebody as young as her, that awareness, that that courage is like that. That's mind blowing. That's that's inspirational right there for her to be able to do something like that. So she gives her props, you know, highlighting mental health like uh, i love to see more athletes do that and so she's doing it there's a lot of athletes out there that are, are having more conversations about it yeah and it's dope because she's in the position that she can do this i'm sure there's a tons of other professional athletes who aren't at that level um who have to depend on checks so they can't speak mm. out mm. because they because that's their livelihood and so for her to set to make the sacrifice i think is uh very admirable and um it's dope just seeing let's say LeBron-esque in, in uh wielding the power mm-hmm. and athletes wielding the power. And I think that's dope because we already know how much these organizations make off the backs of these athletes. And so when um athletes put their foot down and say, nah, this needs to change, I think that's um I think that's very, very dope and it's something that we should listen to and look to, pay more attention to. Yeah. With that, the the one thing I don't like about this is that because she's being so active and voicing her feelings, it brings the negative, you know, uh, attention of people saying, you know, like, how does she have mental health issues? She's a millionaire. You know, she's the best in the world. And it's like it's this dehumanizing of, of athletes that we do where, like, you're watching an NBA game and, you know, you, you know, fans are throwing popcorn at players or saying mm-hmm. this or saying that. And the fact that players are coming out, like the NBA has had a couple players come out, you know, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, uh, a lot of other players talk about their mental health struggles with depression and anxiety. Naomi's come out and spoken about this. And obviously there's been countless, uh, countless others, but that helps to like 
humanize athletes more. Because I think a lot of people don't, some people can connect with athletes, but a lot of people don't see athletes as them. They see it as like this super freak human that's getting paid millions and millions of dollars to play a game, you know? So like by these athletes coming out and saying, hey, I have anxiety, I have depression, you know, I've been suicidal. Like it, I think in a sense that can help people to connect with those, those things that, you know, everyday people kind of deal with. And I, I think that's what will help people to, to be more supportive, more empathetic and open to that idea, you know, cause like they, they're people, you know, they go through things just like anybody else, but because they yeah. have this money and this, um, you know, this view about them, we, people look at them differently for some reason. And that so goes, like, that goes back to our, athletes coming out. Oh, that's a great transition. I'm not even going to go to where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, Carl, Carl Nassif, is that his name? Mm, Nassif. Yes. Carl Nassif of the Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders. Yep, defensive mm-hmm. end. Uh, defensive end has um, decided to uh, share um, and, and share with the world and come out um, as gay. And he did so on an Instagram post, I believe. Mm. Uh, so now he's the first active gay NFL player. Is that what that was? Yep. The first active. Yep. And so um, mm. I just wanted to hi- highlight that. No, nah, he is. He He's is the, the first, first actor. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. Mike, I guess Michael, Michael Sam was drafted, but I think he was cut before the regular I, season. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think you're right. He played in like a few preseason. I, I think he the first active play like on an active roster. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Soldier Boy gonna be the first rapper to dap up <laughs> an active gay NFL player. Yo, chill out. stupid. Authenticity, speaking your truth, and uh, feeling comfortable in your own skin and mental health. Just want to celebrate him and highlight that he feels comfortable enough to start living his truth um, publicly. Yeah, yeah, shout out to the NFL players too who tweeted and like supported him. Yeah, um, that's big. That was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that that's awesome for him to be able to do that. Now, if that- he was black, would he get the same amount of support? Oh my God! Tell him to put his kufi on. Let's play I mean, yeah, Michael it, Sam just—we just talked about Michael Sam. He got immense support. That's true. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Derek, with his. Uh, <laughs> I'm, in my, I'm in my Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah, uh, uh, the mascot. Uh, <laughs> uh, play for the UMass UMass Minutemen. Um, the first he came out. He was like a guard there. Um, I forget. Oh, Derek, Derek something. Yeah, Derek or, something. He played high school with um, Michael K. Gilchrist. I remember that he, mm-hmm. he was on, a, they had a documentary about the high school team. Mm-hmm. He played at Western Kentucky, then transferred to UMass and finished up somewhere else. But I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're starting to see this more and more. So that's, that's a good thing. It's a positive trend. It's a good sign. And like, especially for NFL locker rooms, it's good because it's going to create conversation and discussion. And like Carl is not a bum either. It's not like he's, you know, the 52nd man on the roster. Like he's, he's a legit starter in the NFL. And and for him to do this is like, it's going to have to create, you know, conversations where people have to push, you know, their comfort zones, you know, because these, these are all teammates at the end of the day, whether they're uncomfortable with it or not, you know, they've got to look out for each other and play a game because they got the goal to, to win. So like you think about how many dudes there are in the NFL there. What is it? Is it 57 on the active roster? It was 57 on last year, but I think it's normally 53 uh, yeah. in a regular season. So <clears throat> what is that? 
there's like 1500 some nfl players it's like you can't tell me that there's not multiple multiple men that are gay playing in the nfl so like for carl to do this like this this is so beneficial to hopefully get more people and not that people need to announce that thing announce that or come out with it but hopefully people can just be comfortable you know with themselves and it can just kind of create some of those stereotypes and uh you know announce some of those stereotypes yeah, announce it, bring it to attention, but also get rid no, of them. No, denounce, I said. Oh, denounce, denounce them. Yeah, what, yeah. what do you think would happen if instead of coming out, a player really just lived their life and was seen in public, you know, with, with a man? What I wonder how then, like, you know, would the reaction be rather than a nice, tailored message to be like, yo, this is how I feel, this is how I live my life? Mm. I, I just I just wonder, like you know, I want some more like TMZ shade room type vibes. Mm. That's a really good question. I don't know. A great question. Yeah, I, I don't have the answer to that. Yeah, that you got stumped. I mean, I have to imagine there'd be just like it, it would be one of those things where it's, it, yeah, like you said, TMZ is just shock you know shock value or shock wave where everybody's like you know oh is he gay oh he's seen with this he's seen with like and it just creates this kind of i imagine would be negativity um in terms of the media i don't think it would be oh that's dope or like everybody would be accepting of it yeah because it it goes back to like we're talking about like how the news people are just like oh we'll be first who cares if we're right or wrong like Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, by him coming out, he controls, you know, the narrative, he controls, you know, what is being said. Um, but that that is a really good question. That'd be really interesting to see. Is June Pride mm-hmm. Month? June is Pride Month. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, uh, but along with the, uh, since we're on the matter of sports right now, I thought we'd get into a little bit of uh, talking about um, you know, the NBA playoffs and, you know, we're starting to wind down and, and um, also I want to talk a little bit about the, the, the men's Olympic um, basketball team being announced um, as well. But first we'll start talking about the, the NBA playoffs um, right now for the series. I believe the Hawks and, um, and uh, Bucks are tied one, one, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think they played Bucks 30 piece the, yeah. the other night. And um Ty Lu is facing his uh, second 3-1 <laughs> series <laughs> of his career. So I just want to ask, uh, we'll start off with the Clippers and um, Suns. Do you think um, Do you think the series is over at this point? I mean, you'd have to think so, right? 3-1, that, that's tough, bro. There's, who, who, who's come back from 3-1? Who? who? Who could do something like that? I don't, I don't even know. There's only, it's only one guy. One guy I can really think of that's. Oh really? Actually, te- technically speaking, there's two people that have come back from. Oh 31. man, are we gonna say his name? <laughs> we already said his name. Wow. Um, right. Technically, the Warriors did come back three-one the series before they mm-hmm. blew a three-one lead to the Cavs. That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think especially without Kawhi, it, like it's tough for the Clippers. You see, like Paul George is doing everything, and props to Paul George because he is like. His efficiency isn't there, but his he's, clutchness he, is not there. He grabbed like 20 rebounds last night and he had like six, seven assists. He's not scoring, but like he's taking on such 20, a right? such him and like him to be honest, him and Ben Simmons down the, the end of games are pretty much the same person. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he's missing these free throws, bro. I, I know he's missing. He's he, Yeah, but like, damn. Like, Ben, Sim- ben Simmons scored like 10 yeah. points in three games, ben bro. Ben Simmons got seven this, shots a, over a, a little whole different. series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but you're right. Paul is missing clutch free. And Paul's yeah, a good free throw shooter, too. Like, it, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think we all can agree he's kind of like, uh, he gets in his head a lot. But yeah, he's not lived that lived up to that pandemic P nickname that he's <laughs> given. He had like a game or two where people thought like, oh wait, he, he might back. be here. Yeah. Yo, and what's then, going on? What's going on with Kawhi? What's up with him? His knee. Kawhi said he's done with this shit. But this he is the thing. This is the thing with Kawhi. Man. Like they're Say not announcing it. They're not telling us what, what it actually is. They're My man was sitting up in the executive suite. He looked like he's tell Kawhi to pull up. Tell Kawhi to pull up down the street. He can go play with the Lakers. <laughs> you can you can miss you know as many games you want to as long as you know once the playoffs get no, here. But you know, isn't LeBron. this kind of what he did? Isn't this kind of what he did with the Spurs too? Yeah. Like just say I'm hurt and then just <laughs> not chill. really know why and just stop playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Initial reports are they thought he might have torn his meniscus. But, yeah, I thought um, it was ACL at first. They I saw ACL. ACL. Maybe ACL. My fault. But. People trying to speculate what the 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 injury is. I will give credit because I haven't seen any confirmed reports yet. So like they're keeping it tight. Like it, he's not like nobody in that organization knows. It is weird that he's there, but not that he's in the the skybox, right? Yeah. Yep. That's that, weird. That tells me there's no chance he's coming back. That's yeah. what that tells me is that he's done. But even season. if he, but you he can't still, sit on the sideline with your team. He still can be a coach. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like you still can fire up your guys. Like. Seeing Kawhi there, like, probably would help out a lot. But it's Kawhi, bro. Like, he yeah, just does, nice, he just does nice him. He's, he's a yeah. strange person, so, you know. Which, what are you going to fire up? You don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right, D. He definitely could at least be down there making coaching, like, helping out, like, defensively. You know, like, you know, he he's a smart ball player. He, he's a top player. Like, he could he could offer some support to these dudes. It's like, it, it just is it's, – it's a little strange. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be strange, but it's strange. Well, I think what maybe what you're getting at, maybe I'm wrong here, but like, are we not like critiquing that enough that he's just up in the stands, you know, just hanging with the or family? Or just doing what he wants to do? Yeah. Right. Because then they is, put the blame on Doc about that. Like, yo, Doc was letting him do whatever. Yeah. That was the biggest issue last year's team. It was saying that Doc didn't hold Paul George and, and Kawhi, accountable. Kawhi accountable. They were just getting to miss games and just do what they want. Mm. And then because of that, they never gelled. They didn't have to practice, you know, that kind of stuff. So I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what Kawhi's rationale behind it. I really don't care just because it's, you know, it's Kawhi. He's just kind of a, a that kind of personality. So it really doesn't bother me that he's not on the bench. I mean, like, if it was, like, more so, like, a more vocal person, then I'd find it more weird, but. Because that's the thing, Kareem. I feel, and, and to that point, Mook, like, we really don't criticize Kawhi like we criticize everybody else. Right. Like, this dude forced his way out of a trade out of San Antonio with Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the best coaches ever. And then went to Toronto, got a chip and bounced. Right. And then forced his way, forced the hand of uh, – the whole free agency by waiting to sign on purpose, purposely waited to sign last minute. So everybody else got screwed over mm-hmm. and then loses in terrible fashion in the bubble. 
and then now gets hurt again, and now is not with his team. If you put any other player in that situation, they're getting ridiculed. Right. Yeah, you're definitely right. It's yeah, it's very interesting how every player has their own like personality and persona, and so we adjust the the criticism or the conversations depending on who they are, which is maybe what we should be doing. But yeah, it's just it's, it's just a odd good point. to me. It's odd. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want Kawhi like after this, all after all of this stuff. Mm. He's like his, yeah, his injuries. He, I think, what were they saying a couple years ago? It's uh, degenerative, some kind of degenerative uh, knee disease or injury or something. Mm. Like his knees aren't going to get any better. It's an issue. This is a question because both these franchises. Was that Trev? I said he got that. Was it Danny Granger that had that? Oh yeah, Danny yeah. Granger. Oh, no, was it Brandon Roy? Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's, a, like, here's a serious question because I've heard that another franchise is upset with their superstar. If you are the Brooklyn Nets, do you consider trading Kyrie Irving for Kawhi Leonard? No. At least he'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I think that's that's a pretty easy one for me. Is no. Oh, okay. I would make that trade. You make that trade. I would make that trade. I think it. To be honest, I think it might be beneficial for both the franchises. Yeah. Yeah, the Clippers get a, a point guard. Mm, a more scoring point guard. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like Kawhi, KD, and James could definitely all play together, but. The thing, yeah, but the thing about that is, why would Kawhi want to do that unless he just wants to, you know, win? He's not looked at as needing to be the numero uno. Having to be needing to be available all the time, right? And then, you know, Kyrie gets a position where it's like, okay, well, you know, even more shots for me now, and you know, (laughs) you hearing some rumblings, Mook? Are they trying to move Kyrie already? They're trying. They're not happy with Kyrie. They aren't really because why. because all the mis- PTO. Yeah. Just take <laughs> off his PTO. <laughs> yeah, bad attendance. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's just again, crazy we, to me. We don't know what the conversations world, are in in there, but <laughs> yeah. I I kind of attribute that again to mental health. Like Kyrie is just like he he's very much in tune with a lot of other things going on. And I do think it just takes a toll on him to see everything else in the world happening. Like I, I don't all think right. he's even he's, though even though mental health Yes, we have to be aware that there is a procedure. There, there is. is yeah. You still have to be in integrity and accountable with the organization. Right. You have a contract. True. You gotta. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta honor that. But whereas Naomi is being very clear in in removing herself from the situation because right. of said. But reason. clear to us, like we don't know what conversations Kyrie's had with anybody else. But you know, outside of if he did, it'd be doing a much better job in making that understandable. Now it's his obligation. Like he could say, "Fuck y'all!" I don't have to tell y'all anything, mm. but the impact of that is now you come off a certain way. So, like, if he's cool right. with that, then he's cool with that. But it does impact. It does impact your job. Like, people do have a right to hire you and not hire you. Yeah, you know? no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just the thought I was having another day. I was like, you know what? If both these teams are kind of upset with. Their star. I don't know how upset. I mean, obviously, Los Angeles situation is a little different because Kawhi is hurt right now. It's not like he's. Well, Kawhi's, like, 
a free agent soon too. Yeah, I actually believe he might be a free agent. This it might be this year. Season. He might have a play option or something, but yeah, it might yeah. be this year. So like, <laughs> Kawhi might just say, you know what? I thought this might work, Paul, but nah, this I ain't feeling this. Yo. He's gonna he go might off, not say man. anything. He might just shoot him a text, right? <laughs> just like, I'm yo, out. I'm out. <laughs> Gone <laughs> from the skybox, like yo. He looked look like he texted me in one words too. Paul, yeah, he Paul, be texting Paul George after game, like shoot. <laughs> it's time, Paul. Yeah, now nah, Kawhi, Kawhi would get Paul out there before he leaves, though. He ain't leaving LA. He he just got there. He doesn't want to leave the family now. Stop. Yeah, Mook, what's that face for? What you Stop talking it, about? Oh, he's in the skybox. He's completely disconnected from the team. But he, bro. but he's he's in LA. He's with family though, like. So where's he going to go play? He's going to play in Sacramento? He Is could play right in the Los Angeles Lakers. It's not like he has to move anywhere. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and no. you can buy a house in somewhere and, and don't have to live there for a time. I'm telling you, you play with the Lakers, we'll see a completely different Kawhi. This nigga will yeah, start talking. Like, <laughs> but yeah, man, I just love <laughs> All of a sudden, he'll have like an Ron outgoing AD personality. Will take care of that shit. He wants to say a single. We won't see him for media availability ever because. They're like, Ron hey, LeBron, how does it feel playing with Kawhi? I mean, I guess he's cool. He really I don't know. Ask Kawhi. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, go ask Kawhi. That's my favorite. That's my favorite video. Like, how does it feel to, to lose a 3-1 lead? I don't know. Go ask Kawhi. I love I that know. one. You know, I think, too, that there's a, a good point, too, because, like, this day and age is way different. Like, the requirements to be an NBA superstar is that every world-class basketball player isn't a media maven. Like, some of them really are – a, not interested in doing media, even though it's part of their job, they have to do something to some extent, or B, like, are uncomfortable doing it, or C, really bad at it. And I feel like Kawhi is C, he's just not good at it. And two, and probably the first one, too, of just like he kind of he doesn't care, but he's also just not good at it. Um, because, like, I mean, he still has his little endorsements with New Balance and stuff, like, fun guy. Like, he gets that, like, people are like, oh, like, you're mad, like, monotone and stuff, but like, I really might be him or he, he puts mm. that facade up so he doesn't have to deal with all that stuff. Just some speculation. It's true. He's yeah. like one of the funniest people in media though, to be completely <laughs> honest. Like by far, like the most entertaining NBA players by far Kawhi Leonard, just because like, it's like a lot of people can try to act like that, but like he legitimately is that. Right. And yeah. that's what makes it so funny. And that's why like the New Balance deal makes a lot of sense. It's like you think about like New Balance, you think of like boring. So mm. like it makes perfect sense that he's on New Balance and like he has the t-shirts. It's a fun guy. Like like when he did this interview with the Raptors and stuff like that. And he said, I don't even know where you sit and he does like this little weird <laughs> laugh and stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> like he's yeah. in, he's entertaining. Like to be honest, he's taken like that he's not great at, you know, just interacting with people and turned it into like his own lane. So now people love him for it. Mm. Personal branding. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, that's enough basketball talk. Until Monday. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's 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 going on to what's going on yeah. tomorrow? Did I did I miss something? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what's about to happen. In a row. Wait, hold on, hold on. Mook, you coming tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be there. All right. I'll sure. probably be there. Just, just oh, making sure. Oh, my God. Just making sure. Oh, well, Reem has to stop fouling out in the first five minutes. Yeah, I, I got to be careful, bro. Reem was I gotta, angry I gotta, the other day. It was chill. like, nah, we just blame chill. that on, we blame that on DC, bro. We, you know, come on. 
Did you read the is, Did you read the write up though? That was talking about like Lester finally gets a foul. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was funny. Yeah, they were clowning, yo. They were they were cracking jokes. Yo, those girls could ball, man. Yeah. Really trying to defend anybody. Yeah, it was yeah, out here yeah. running. They're running legitimate down, sets, pin down screens, and 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 sealing people and shit like that. Like that little, goes, that little point guard hit a three right in my face and then slapped me on the behind on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's so disrespectful, but you got that. So you got that. <laughs> she looked at you like Stupid. Jordan looked at Cliff Robinson with the shrug. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I look up, Reem had like four fouls in the first half. I'm like, damn, bro. bro. I was, they, yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, sub, get Kareem, bro. He's I was like, kind of <laughs> hacking, but then I kind of wasn't hacking. They were just calling some fouls, bro. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be better. I'll be better, y'all. I got you. Yeah. We got, we got a, apparently the team we play tomorrow is, is, uh, was a championship favorite before. Oh, yeah, they were they were championship favorite before the season. Yeah, there's no way in hell after we like played the best team last week. No, that's not the best team. They didn't have their guys, bro. That's what she said. When she said that at the end of the game, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, no way. I mean, we didn't have people too, so who do we not have? Who do we? Oh, uh, yeah. Luke? Yeah. Who was second in the league in, in scoring, by the way? Yeah, Lucy. We need Lucy. All right. I'm gonna yeah. let that one go. So, yo, Mook, wrap this up, man. <laughs> You're talking about my girl like that. I technically wasn't talking about her, so <laughs> left her out purposely. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna come over there and fold you. <sighs> All right, so Mook, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mook had to pull up the thing. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Been doing this wanna, shit for how long now? I always just, I always just want to make sure I'm right before I, sure. I give the just the. And I feel you, bro. All right, so wait, how does who doesn't D say ended us and and then I do my my little thing? Yeah, I said Mook take us home. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> so. So this has been another episode of Off The Rip. You can check us out on our social media, Instagram, offtherip.podcast, and then offtherip underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, so like I said, if you like the content, you know, interact with us on there. We're very active on it. We're, you know, we'll reach out to you guys and stuff like that. You know, we respond to everything. So like I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to give us a shot. You won't be disappointed. Deserves another episode.